Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and I've got a classic episode of BrainStuff for you today from the vault. The topic why do dogs tilt their heads? I'll let our former host, Christian Sager, take it away. Hey, BrainStuff, Christian Sager here. Our question for the day is why do dogs tilt their heads? And I've got to warn you, This is one of those questions where the answer is, no one really knows for sure. That's right. Humanity has created a telescope that can observe stuff 13.5 billion light years away and nail polish that dries in under 60 seconds. But 
We don't know exactly why dogs do this cute thing, but we do have some educated guesses. They tend to fall into three categories, sight, sound, and psychology. Sight is the easy one. Imagine that you have a snout. At certain angles, it would block certain parts of your vision. We know that pooches can watch human faces and respond appropriately to expressions of emotion like happiness or anger. Research published over the past couple of years has found that dogs systematically look at our entire faces, especially our eyes, to get a handle on our emotions. They also remember our expressions and associate happy faces with positive outcomes and angry faces with negative outcomes. So it makes sense that a dog would tilt its head to better see your face and therefore determine whether treats are on the way. But not all dogs have long muzzles. If sight were the only factor in head tilting, brachycephalic babies like pugs, for instance, would never tilt. Over on Psychology Today, dog behavior writer Dr. Stanley Corin shared the results of his informal survey of 582 dog owners. Of those, 71% of people who owned longer-faced pups said their dogs frequently tilt their heads when spoken to. In comparison, just 52% of people who owned short-snouted dogs reported frequent head tilting. The difference is statistically significant, but it indicates that something else is contributing to this behavior. Let's look at sound, for instance. Dogs' hearing tends to be at least twice as sensitive as humans. We hear sound waves that occur in the range of about 20 to 20,000 vibrations per second, or hertz. Dogs, depending on their breed and age, can hear sounds of about 40 to 65,000 hertz, meaning they can detect sounds of much higher pitches from much further away. Dogs cope with all that audio information partially by moving around their pinnae, their fuzzy, scritchable outer ears. So some canines, especially those with floppy pinnae covering the front of their ear openings, may tilt their heads to move their pinnae and hone in on the sounds you're making. Furthermore, dogs have muscles that let them better process sounds in their middle ears. Those muscles just happen to be governed by part of the brainstem called the nucleus ambiguous, which just happens to also govern facial expressions, gaze, vocalizations, and head movements. This could mean that dogs reflexively tilt their heads, sort of as a byproduct of trying to concentrate on a sound. Or, as Stephen R. Lindsay says in his Handbook of Applied Dog Behavior and Training, that brainstem connection could encourage head tilting as a form of communication. Meaning that my dog, Winchester, that's his name for instance, when he tilts his head, he's trying to say that he's paying attention. Lindsay notes that in his 25 years of training experience, socially apprehensive dogs don't tilt as much. But, as with all studies into animal behavior, this psychology factor is the most difficult to figure out. Some researchers suggest that dogs tilt their heads so often because they know we find it so stinking adorable. Specifically, because we respond with praise or other positive feedback when they tilt. Studies have shown that dogs use social cues with humans that they don't use with each other, like direct eye contact, to elicit positive responses. Maybe all that head tilting is just the very cutest form of emotional manipulation.
Today's episode was produced by Tyler Klang and written by me for the erstwhile BrainStuff YouTube series. BrainStuff has merch now. You can get phone cases, tote bags, and of course, t-shirts. Every purchase helps keep the show going and supports us directly. You can find all that stuff at tpublic.com slash brainstuff. For more on this and lots of other heckin' adorable topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.